0: chapter twelve part one of the bohemians of the latin quarter by henri mouget translated by anonymous this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine chapter twelve part one a bohemian at home the night when he paid out of his own purse for the supper consumed at the caf mouche managed to make Colline accompany him since his first presence at the meetings of the four friends whom he had relieved from their embarrassing position carolus had especially remarked gustav and especially felt an attractive sympathy for this socrates whose plato he was destined to become it was for this reason he had chosen him to be his introducer on the way barbemouche proposed that they should enter a cafe which was still open and take something to drink not only did colline refuse but he doubled his speed in passing the cafe and carefully pulled down his hyperphysic hat over his face but why won't you come in politely asked the other i have my reasons replied colline there is a barmaid in that establishment who is very much addicted to the exact sciences and i could never help having a long discussion with her to avoid which i never passed through the street at noon or any other time of day to tell you the truth added he innocently i once lived with marcel in this neighbourhood still i should be very glad to offer you a glass of punch and have a few minutes talk with you is there no other place in the vicinity where you could step in without being hindered by any mathematical difficulties asked barbemouche who thought it a good opportunity for saying something very clever colline mused an instant there is a little place here he said pointing to a wine-shop where i stand on a better footing barbemouche made a face and seemed to hesitate is it a respectable place he demanded his cold and reserved attitude his limited conversation his discreet smile and especially his watch-chain with charms on it all led colline to suppose that Barbamouche was a clerk in some embassy and that he feared to compromise himself by going into some wine-shop there is no danger of any one seeing us said he all the diplomatic body is in bed by this time Barbamouche made up his mind to go in though at the bottom of his heart he would have given a good deal for a false nose for greater security he insisted on having a private room and took care to fasten a napkin before the glass door of it these precautions taken he appeared more at ease and called for a bowl of punch excited a little by the generous beverage Barbemuche became more communicative and after giving some autobiographical details made bold to express the hope he had conceived of being personally admitted a member of the bohemian club for the accomplishment of which ambitious design he solicited the aid of colline colline replied that for his part he was entirely at the service of barbemouche but nevertheless he could make no positive promise i assure you of my vote said he but i cannot take it upon me to dispose of those of my comrades but asked barbemouche for what reasons could they refuse to admit me among them colline put down the glass which he was just lifting to his mouth and in a very serious tone addressed the rash carolus saying you cultivate the fine arts i labor humble in those noble fields of intelligence replied the other who felt bound to hang out the colors of his style colline found the phrase well turned and bowed in acknowledgment you understand music he continued i have played on the bass viol oh, a very philosophical instrument then if you understand music you also understand that one cannot without violation of the laws of harmony introduce a fifth performer into a quartet it would cease to be a quartet exactly and become a quintet a quintet very well now attend to me you understand astronomy a little i'm a bachelor of arts there is a little song about that said colline dear bachelor says lisette ah i have forgotten the tune well then you know that there are four cardinal points now suppose there were to turn up a fifth cardinal point all the harmony of nature would be upset what they call a cataclysm you understand i am waiting for the conclusion said carolus whose intelligence began to be a little shaky the conclusion yes that is the end of the argument as death is the end of life and marriage of love well my dear sir i and my friends are accustomed to live together and we fear to impair by the introduction of another person the harmony which reigns in our habits opinions tastes and dispositions to speak frankly we are going to be some day the four cardinal points of contemporary art accustomed to this idea it would annoy us to see a fifth point nevertheless suggested carolus where you are four it is easy to be five yes but then we cease to be four the objection is a trivial one there is nothing trivial in this world little brooks make great rivers little syllables make big verses the very mountains are made of grains of sand so says the wisdom of nations of which there is a copy on the key. tell me my dear sir which is the furrow that you usually follow in the noble fields of intelligence the great philosophers and the classic authors are my models i live upon their study telemachus first inspired the consuming passion i feel telemachus there are lots of him on the quay said Colleen you can find him there at any time i have bought him for five sous a second-hand copy i would consent to part with it to oblige you in other respects it is a great work very well got up considering the age yes sir said carolus i aspire to high philosophy and sound literature according to my idea art is a priesthood yes yes said colline there's a song about that too and he began to hum art's a priesthood art's a priesthood to the air of the drinking song and robert the devil i say then that art being a solemn mission writers ought above all things excuse me said colline who heard one of the small hours striking but it's getting to be tomorrow morning very fast it is late in fact said carolus let us go do you live far off rue royale saint Honoré, number ten colline had once had occasion to visit this house and remembered that it was a splendid private mansion i will mention you to my friends said he to carolus on parting and you may be sure that i shall use all my influence to make them favourably disposed to you ah let me give you one piece of advice go on said the other be very amiable and polite to mademoiselles mimi musette and Femi. these ladies exercise an authority over my friends and by managing to bring their mistress's influence to bear upon them you will contrive far more easily to obtain what you require from marcel schaunard and rodolphe i'll try said carolus next day colline tumbled in upon the bohemian association it was the hour of breakfast and for a wonder breakfast had come with the hour the three couples were at table feasting on artichokes and pepper sauce the deuce exclaimed the philosopher this can't last or the world would come to an end i arrive he continued as the ambassador of the generous mortal whom we met last night can he be sending already to ask for his money again said marcel it has nothing to do with that replied colline this young man wishes to be one of us to have stock in our society and share the profits of course the three men raised their heads and looked at one another that's all concluded colline now the question is open what is the social position of your principal asked rodolphe he is no principal of mine answered the other last night he begged me to accompany him and overflowed me with attentions and good liquor for a while but i have retained my independence good said Chonard. sketch us some leading features of his character said marcel grandeur of soul austerity of manners afraid to go into wine-shops bachelor of arts candid as a transparency plays on the bass viol, is disposed to change a five-franc piece occasionally good again said schaunard what are his hopes as i told you already his ambition knows no bounds he aspires to be hail-fellow well met with us that is to say answered marcel he wishes to speculate upon us and to be seen riding in our carriages what is his profession asked rodolphe yes said marcel what does he play on literature and mixed philosophy he calls art a priesthood a priesthood cried rodolphe in terror so he says and what is his road in literature he goes after telemachus very good said schaunard eating the seed of his artichoke very good you dummy broke our marcel i advise you not to say that in the street schaunard relieved his annoyance at this reproof by kicking femi under the table for taking some of his sauce once more said rodolphe what is his condition in the world what does he live on and where does he live and what is his name his station is honourable he is professor of everything in a rich family his name is carolus barbimouche he spends his income in luxurious living and dwells in the rue royale furnished lodging no there is real furniture i claim the floor said marcel to me it is evident that colline has been corrupted he has already sold his vote for so many drinks don't interrupt me colline was rising to protest you shall have your turn colline mercenary soul that he is has presented to you this stranger under an aspect too favourable to be true i told you before i see through this person's designs he wants to speculate on us he says to himself here are some chaps making their way i must get into their pockets i shall arrive with them at the goal of fame bravo quoth schaunard have you any more sauce there no replied rodolphe the edition is out of print looking at the question from another point of view continued marcel this insidious mortal whom colline patronizes perhaps aspires to our intimacy only from the most culpable motives gentlemen we are not alone here continued the orator with an eloquent look at the women and colline's client smuggling himself into our circle under the cloak of literature may perchance be but a vile seducer reflect for one i vote against his reception i demand the floor said rodolphe only for a correction in his remarkable extemporary speech marcel has said that this carolus with the view of dishonouring us wished to introduce himself under the cloak of literature a parliamentary figure a very bad figure literature has no cloak having made a report as chairman of committee resumed colline rising i maintain the conclusions therein embodied the jealousy which consumes him disturbs the reason of our friend marcel the great artist is beside himself order cried marcel so much so went on colline that able designer as he is he has just introduced into his speech a figure the incorrectness of which has been ably pointed out by the talented orator who preceded me colline is an ass shouted marcel with a bang of his fist on the table that caused a lively sensation among the plates colline knows nothing in an affair of sentiment he is incompetent to judge of such matters he has an old book in place of a heart for a long laughter from schaunard during the row colline kept gravely adjusting the folds of his white cravat as if to make way for the torrents of eloquence contained beneath them when silence was re-established he thus continued gentlemen i intend with one word to banish from your minds the chimerical apprehensions which the suspicions of marcel may have engendered in them respecting carolus oh yes said marcel ironically it will be as easy as that continued colline blowing the match with which he had lighted his pipe go on go on cried schaunard rodolphe and the women together gentlemen although i have been personally and violently attacked in this meeting although i have been accused of selling for base liquors the influence which i possess, secure in a good conscience i shall not deign to reply to those assaults on my probity my loyalty my morality sensation but there is one thing which i will have respected here the orator endeavouring to lay his hand on his heart gave himself a rap in the stomach my well-tried and well-known prudence has been called in question i have been accused of wishing to introduce among you a person whose intentions were hostile to your happiness in matters of sentiment this supposition is an insult to the virtue of these ladies nay more an insult to their good taste Carolus barbemouche is decidedly ugly visible denial on the face of femie noise under the table it is Shonard kicking her by way of correcting her compromising frankness. But, proceeded Colline, what will reduce to powder the contemptible argument with which my opponent has armed himself against Carolus by taking advantage of your terrors is the fact that the said Carolus is a Platonist. Sensation among the men, uproar among the women. This declaration of Colleen's produced a reaction in favour of Carolus the philosopher wished to improve the effect of his eloquent and adroit defence now then he continued i do not see what well-founded prejudices can exist against this young man who after all has rendered us a service as to myself who am accused of acting thoughtlessly in wishing to introduce him among us i consider this opinion an insult to my dignity i have acted in the affair with the wisdom of the serpent if a formal vote does not maintain me this character for prudence i offer my resignation do you make it a cabinet question asked marcel i do the three consulted and agreed by common consent to restore to the philosopher that high reputation for prudence which he claimed colline then gave the floor to marcel who somewhat relieved of his prejudices declared that he might perhaps favour the adoption of the report but before the decisive and final vote which should open to carolus the intimacy of the club he put to the meeting this amendment whereas the introduction of a new member into our society is a grave matter and a stranger might bring with him some elements of discord through ignorance of the habits tempers and opinions of his comrades resolved that each member shall pass a say with the said carolus and investigate his manner of life tastes literary capacity and wardrobe the members shall afterward communicate their several impressions, and ballot on his admission accordingly. Moreover, before complete admission, the said carolus shall undergo a novitiate of one month, during which time he shall not have the right to call us by our first names, or take our arm in the street. On the day of reception, a splendid banquet shall be given at the expense of the new member, at a cost of not less than twelve francs. This amendment was adopted by three votes against one end of chapter twelve part one recording by expatriate in bangor maine